Good morning on this Friday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. If you can go back in your thinking and your memories of the past, and this may be possible for some, maybe not for everybody. Not everybody had the same experiences as far as uh, their father, earthly father here on earth. Some experiences may be actually more painful than than uh, uh, a blessing. But if we go back and we think of times when, as we were growing up, our earthly fathers either promised us something or said something or they did something or were going to be doing something. And we would wait, sometimes impatiently, sometimes patiently, for them to get home and fulfill their word or fulfill their promise or do what they said they were going to do whether it was anything from taking an individual out for ice cream uh, taking them on a special trip somewhere or doing something together or maybe just being there for a birthday or for some activity uh, going to the basketball, football, baseball, uh, tennis, hockey, swimming, uh, meet, etc. And one wanted to show dad or one wanted to be with dad. Those are times where, as I said, not everybody may have those types of memories. Some memories may be very negative of our fathers here on earth. But if we were to go and use our Heavenly Father, of whom there is absolutely no variableness of changing. He is the same, just as the Lord Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He does not change. And because He does not change, that means His faithfulness to what He has said or what He has promised is absolutely reliable. One can trust in what he has said. So let's look at what the psalmist has to say. In Psalm 130, in verse number 5, it says, I will wait for the Lord. My soul does wait. And in his word do I hope. I wait for the Lord. I wait for Jehovah. I bind myself to his word. I bind myself to what he has spoken. I bind myself to what he has done, what he is doing, or what he is going to do. I take each sentence of his word as a strand of a string and I bind it to my soul. I bind and twist it so that it becomes a part of me so that when the twisting, that waiting part, that binding <clears throat> of one together with another is so intense, you cannot tell if all the strands are the same color. You cannot tell where one begins and the other one ends. 
they're so intertwined with one another. They're they're bound up together. Well, there comes a point in our lives as we walk with the Lord and walk with His Word and walk on His Word and believe on His Word that it intertwines with our soul. It intertwines with our spirit. It intertwines even with our physical body to the degree that His Word truly becomes our hope. We have heard our Heavenly Father speak. We have heard the promises of the Lord Jesus. All the promises of the Lord of the Word of God are yes and amen. All the promises of God are for the partaking of the divine nature, uh, according to the book of First uh, Peter. Uh, in verse number four, every single promise has been given for the purpose so that we can partake of that divine nature. It becomes a part of us just as much as we become a part of it. We're intertwined with it. We're bound, we're twisted, and it becomes our hope. It becomes our trust uh, to the degree that we can hope and trust in what has been spoken just in words, even though actions maybe have not accomplished, uh, have been accomplished yet or done yet, but yet we can trust that those words are more than sufficient. In Second Peter 1, 4, it says, Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So it is those promises that wind up being a stabilizing force in our lives. And the psalmist understood this to the degree that he says in the following verse, My soul waiteth for the Lord more than they that watch for the morning. I say more than they that watch for the morning. Let's, let, let's read those two together now and look at it as a whole. Psalm 130 verse 5 and then verse 6. I wait for the Lord, my soul does wait in his word. Do I hope my soul waiteth for the Lord more than they that watch for the morning? I say more than they that watch for the morning. Let's look at a couple of things here real quick. People that watch for the morning simply means that it at its appointed time, they will see the sun rise up in the morning. And of course, uh, it may be cloudy uh, when the sun rises and we may not fully see it or see its full strength and maybe only partially. But yet the sun has arisen. The planet has revolved and turned and the sun is shining. But when there are no clouds, we can see its perfect, its perfect light. We can see it shining perfectly. And yet, this is done on 
a timely scale. Every single day, the sun, as they say, is going to rise. Or we're going to see the sun coming up in the east and settling in the west like clockwork. And those that wait for it, they know that if they've been working out there, they've been watching and uh, they've been looking out and guarding, they know that at a certain time, the sun is going to start arising. And once it starts arising, the sun is going to bring forth its light, its warmth, its heat, its glory, its fullness. And the scripture says that the psalmist waited for the Lord just as he was waiting for the morning, but yet with more anticipation, with a greater and understanding of the fullness of what it meant, just as the sun rises every morning for the Lord to arise with the shining of the healing of his wings in our lives. Now give that a thought for a moment. That means that in our lives, just as every morning, the Lord willing and we are alive and we're guaranteed life for that day, we will see the sun arise. And like I said, I'm not talking about it's foggy. I'm not talking about it's raining. I'm not talking about it's cloudy. I'm just simply saying, above all whatever is happening beneath that, the sun is up. It's out. Whether we see it or not, it's there. It is there. In the same way, we as children, many times, even though our heavenly or our earthly father was not there at the present moment, maybe he was off at work or was somewhere, but yet we had his promise. We had his word of what he was going to do. Yet earthly fathers can fail us. Something can happen and they're not going to be available to fulfill their word. Or it's just not going to be possible. They're detained in traffic or they're detained at work. Or there is a shift in something and a change and it doesn't become possible. But your heavenly father, my heavenly father, our heavenly father, there's no variableness of changing in him. He is the same. He is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should have to repent. What he says he will do. So the psalmist identifies and puts himself in the position of waiting for the Lord by waiting on his word. Waiting for that word to become a part of the individual as it's bound to our soul. And when it's bound to our soul, it's going to affect our emotions. It's going to affect our joy. It's going to affect the way that we feel when it's bound to our body. It's going to affect the way that our spirit will have abundance flowing out of it so that the mouth is going to be able to speak. As we trust and as we hope on our Heavenly Father's word for His assurance, 
for his expectation, for his help, we can be guaranteed that the sun will arise even though we cannot see it. The sun is there. And I hope and pray that you can bind yourself to his word and let his word bind itself to your soul so that every single morning you can be expecting the goodness of God, for this is the day that the Lord has made. I will be glad and rejoice in it and find the purity of his new mercies, find the wholesomeness of his love towards us, find the expectation of a fulfilled promise, all because we know that the Lord, just like the sun, arising every morning, we can expect him even more with a guarantee that he, he, just like the morning will arise, he will arise in our situation and in our circumstance and our life and help us. And the end result, as it says in Psalm 25, verse 3, yes, let none that wait on thee be ashamed. Why? Because God is a guarantor of his word. And in his word, we can both hope and in his word, we can trust. We can believe what he has said. It may not seem that the sun is shining on your situation. But I guarantee you, just like the morning every single day, seven days a week is going to be out, but not necessarily visible, but will be out. Even in the gloomiest and the darkness, darkest of the storm, the sun is shining up above, waiting to break through every single day into the circumstance and situations of our lives. Consider this food for thought and for the imagination this morning. And the Lord richly bless you on meditating on it. Amen.